There was no way I was just going to sit back and watch while my family fought for their lives, especially not when I didn't even agree it was necessary. Stefan, stay outside on the porch. I have something I need to tell you, I shouted as loud as I could. Everyone was stunned into silence. Their eyes bored into me as I quickly climbed to my feet, and I felt an overwhelming need to explain myself. Raven and Sandy looked like they wanted to play rock-paper-scissors to see who'd get the honor of tearing my throat out. But what was far more disturbing was the sheer disappointment on Sienna's face, like she'd expected so much more from me. I'm not trying to be a martyr. I really think I can make him understand. Raven placed her hand on my chest and pressed me back against the wall. Bullshit. You think we'd rather have you die than one of us. I guess you forgot the part about doing what was best for the coven. That or you're just too selfish to care. You think you're being heroic? Making us bear the loss of our sister. You're hurting us worse than he ever could. So if Sienna and Ruby died fighting Stefan, you'd still think it was worth it? They wouldn't have, she snapped. I eased out from behind her none-too-gentle grip so I could address my entire family. That's not the point. Look, I know you guys love me, but you've only known me for a few weeks. Of course you mean more to each other than I do. Does a mother love her newborn infant any less than her other children? Sienna argued, crossing her arms over her chest. Time has nothing to do with it. You're my daughter. That's all that matters. Crap. I was so losing this argument. Maybe you're right. I'm sorry for screwing everything up. I still feel like Stefan will understand, though. I couldn't live with myself if I didn't at least try to talk with him. Sienna tossed her robe onto the couch and pulled her strawberry blonde hair up into a tight ponytail. Even in a slinky pink cami top and panties, she looked deadly. Raven, take Brooke into the hall and stand guard at the end. Ruby, take the kitchen entrance. Sandy, the stairway. Once I let him in, I'm going to ask that he kneel and allow me to grip his throat from behind. If he complies, Brooke can have her talk. But if he makes even a single aggressive maneuver, close in. We'll have him surrounded. We all got into position, Sienna gliding to the door like a cat. Stefan, I know you heard all of that, and that wasn't by accident. I love you, my dear friend. All I want to do is talk. Sienna peered through the peephole, unbolted the door, and flung it open. Stefan stood with his back to her, his hands clasped behind his neck. As do I. I would rip my own throat out before I harmed you, my love. He allowed her to guide him into the living room, took a seat on the floor, and spread his legs out wide, giving himself no leverage to get up. Sienna tilted his head back, placed her nails at his throat, and nodded to Raven. Sandy and Ruby took flanking positions as we advanced, leaving only my backside unprotected. When we reached the couch closest to Stefan, Raven motioned for me to stand behind it. Brooke, what's all this about? he asked. Before I could answer, he read my thoughts. That's not possible. I'm afraid it is, but I'd never tell anyone. I'd never do anything that could hurt my family. Would you mind showing me? He flinched when Sienna tensed her grip. Easy, dear. I won't harm her. You could explode blood vessels in her brain before she even realizes she's tranced. Yes, I could, he admitted. I'm giving you my word as your friend that I won't. It's okay, Sienna, I muttered, stepping out from behind Raven. I trust him. <laughs>